Jimmy. Patrick. Happy, happy Memorial Day, bud. Happy Memorial Day to you, sir, before we get too silly. Yeah, before we get into it, let's give a shout out to all of the uh, people that have served, our veterans, those we lost. Um, that's what Memorial Day is all about, so shout out to um, everyone that has served. 100%. I mean, we've all family members, friends, and uh, we, we appreciate every one of them and certainly thinking about the ones we've lost. Hard to believe that it's the end of May, June 1, as this comes out, 2021. We got five, five twelfths of it in the bank. What would you think that uh, equals out to? Five twelfths? Five twelfths? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like percentage Almost wise. half. Okay, good. That's 40%? 45? Yeah, like 42, maybe 42? 42 and a hook. Somewhere in that ballpark, I would gather. You're the numbers guy. I know. I was guessing. I was seeing what you'd say, and you said, uh, what do you think? I don't know. I was just like, there's 30 days this month is it all hurts. I know. There's 30 in June. Correct. We are here on Memorial Day. Uh, Memorial Day as a kid always was like just the pool opening to me. I think that was the, as an adult, I understand more what it's for. If but. my mom were here, she'd say, are you kidding me? It rained every <laughs> Memorial Day. <laughs> trying to go up. I remember going to trying to... Uh, more like high schoolish Gaelic Park, big uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Irish fest was a Memorial Day, uh, you know, tradition. Okay. I don't know if it was it was a summer fest or kickoff summer. Fest. I don't know what it was. Irish, I thought it was sure. Right? But anyway, I just remember it raining all the time. Yeah, no, that's the pool's open. It's supposed to be good weather. Never is. Yeah, it sounds like a typical Memorial Day. A lot of barbecues. Um, saw some family last night. Sarah's fam. But again, dude, I just been under the weather all week trying to get through this episode yeah, 83 man. what's going on here you're uh i don't not know yourself I, you're not 100 percent today you're playing through pain I and we're everyone's gonna get something because we're going back out there right it's yeah, like uh these germs in a while like when josephine went to preschool and you send a kid back in there to that that germ situation, and they bring it all home. You start getting like that's what I feel like it's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna get something. I'm almost yeah. most glad I got. I'm getting something out of the way before sure. I start really hitting the road. You heard him, Pat McGann for herd immunity. But this is like, like usually yeah. bounce back in a few days. This is just like no, dude. You're approaching a week. That's not that's not great. Yeah, it was like in my back, yeah. like just like eating me up. I need to uh, I need to. Jump in the tub with some apple cider vinegar. Is that the move? That's what I hear. I love it's a cold in your back. I don't think I've heard of a back cold before. I don't know what it is. Okay. It's a new virus, a new variant. <laughs> it's right, the McGann variant. <laughs> it's the all over the place. Guys, we have our own variant. The, AO, the AOTP V. Where'd you get? I don't know. It's all over the place. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, other than that, pretty chill week. Went to a couple baseball games. Saw the Chicago White Sox. I know you went to the game as well, right? Also went to two games. None of the same games, I believe. No. You were at a game that my uh, my boys were at, Which though. is awesome to know that now. Pretty crazy. They were they went with uh, their cousin, and they were hanging out. Probably the same as last week. I was like, hey, Pat, I went to the baseball game. You're like, oh, could my kids do that, too, then? If you can do it, <laughs> my kids could do that, right? And you sent them to a baseball game. I was just, you know, laying in bed, just, uh, yeah, sure, send them. <laughs> send them to the stadium. Dude, 
What happened? Um, the game you were at, Joe West was recognized, right? Yeah. So Joe West was uh, is an umpire who was recognized for the most games uh, umpired in baseball, and Joe West has uh, uh, sucked at umpiring for a very long time, as Sox fans would know, right? And uh, so they we booed him mercilessly. It was unbelievable. It was the most like like the Sox are winning. It's a great game, and then like between innings, are like you know. And now they're showing like pictures of Joe West's family and people are like throwing stuff toward him on the feet. Boo. It was great. Like celebrate this guy's career and the entire crowd is lighting him up. Like it was just great to see nature healing. I wonder if it was every city would have done that to him because he's that hated. Yeah. Or is it magnified in Chicago because he had the feud with Hawk and And Burley. Yeah. The White Sox in particular cannot stand this guy, but I think he would have been, kind of reviled anywhere. I think so. I think it would have been hated. I mean, you're an umpire and you expect, but like that would be like more playful booing. Like this was, this was the second loudest boo I've ever heard at a sporting event. And and the loudest was the same game later. I don't know if you saw the giant uh, cup snake that was all over TV and kind of started going viral. Um, there was like in the outfield, um, they had started stacking cups and it was probably 14, 16 rows deep. By the time security came down and started breaking it up, like literally people were bringing cups from all over the stadium and just stacking them in there. And it is like a, it's like an old timey firehouse. You know what I mean? Like just people with it over their shoulder row, you know, person after person, just this gigantic cup snake. And uh, when security came down to break it up, the loudest booing I've ever heard during a baseball game while the Sox are at bat, someone got like a single. Was the game out of hand? It was like eight, four. Yeah. I mean, but just booing mercilessly. Oh my God. It was great. I love it. We're back. It was so much you fun. You know, security is like, we're back, baby. <laughs> Look at this. We're breaking things up. People are idiots. People did not know how to act. It was Can't amazing. Wait. Can't wait to get back out there. Stack some <laughs> cups. Dude, I feel like I could do that every morning in my house. <laughs> you could with all the kids the, and cups. The amount of cups they use, just stack them up. I'm trying to get uh, have a system with them. And, you know, every day, like, this is your color. Don't forget. But sure. you do, right? I mean, we do. I have yeah. actually I have a cup that I, I'm kind of married to here. Have you thought about putting putting their name on their cup, like getting them a nice cup that says. Yeah, Jim, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. never thought of that before. Well, the you've I- got a cup. The <laughs> ideal world you live in. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's sorry to complain about the cup situation here. I'll get it under control. <laughs> well, instead of giving them a color every day, oh, I just give them everything, Jim, <laughs> just give them a cup okay. that's specific to them. Wouldn't that solve everything? Well, you relax. You were it's cups? been a hard week for me I'm and the sorry. kids. I'm asking questions. Eric Didn't Carl think... died. Okay. Okay, we're trying to get through. <laughs> Is that my fault? Guy who wrote The Very Hungry Caterpillar passed away. Man, poor guy. He turned into a butterfly, <laughs> to use the metaphor that he did in That's the- well uh, done. The, uh, the Very Hungry. Dude, this is a book. Do you remember this book? I read this book to uh, my kids when they were little, and, and especially like Joe's. This is like when you were first introduced to all this stuff, you know, being the new parent. And this is, uh, I actually brought it down here. Yeah, that cover we is have it. The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Iconic. It is iconic. He, really? I think I did his own uh, his own coloring too. Is that what you call it? Illustrating? Illustration. <laughs> Who colored this? I think it was, I hope it was him. Eric, did you do this? <laughs> did you draw these? This is good. All these colors. <laughs> good at he dedicated this to his sister. What a nice guy. Man, look at all that stuff the caterpillar ate. That caterpillar and I sounds like I had the same gummy bears this morning. <laughs> this cow, this was Elliot at the Sox game <laughs> on the concourse. When he went to the game on Saturday, he ate through one piece of chocolate cake, one ice cream cone, one pickle, one 
this is everything. Oh, man. And that night, he had a stomach ache. I picked him up from the game. <laughs> I picked him up, and he's like, Dad, I got a stomach ache. <laughs> and his cousin's like, yeah, because you had pizza and a bratwurst yeah. and popcorn. This is my whole life in a nutshell. I took this book as a challenge, not a lesson, apparently. You had a, I, I was just like, what was the score? Do, and he didn't know the score of the game, so oh, I'm good. very happy with that. You got to watch the game, right? But yeah, anyway, Eric Carl, he did this one. He did Brown Bear, Brown Bear. This is uh, this is a big loss to the the kid book community. He's a bit of a legend. Do they call it the kid book community? By the way, is that um, the, uh, I don't know what they call it, Jim. I'm mm. too busy collecting cups, <laughs> but I'm not as active in the reading in the to KBC. the kid. Um, yeah, you know, we do we do some reading still at night. I heard that uh, the move is with the older kids is to read Harry Potter and then watch the movies. Really, but that reading them is. Uh, that sounds labor intensive. You know what a guy like me thinks is that Harry Potter should be longer. That's what I mean. That sounds terrible <laughs> to me. Aren't the like even watching the movies sounds like a challenge I wouldn't want to commit to. It's they're like three hours each, right? Yeah, and then they come on or they'll they'll be flipping through and 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 Sarah will be like, Oh, let's watch this. I'm like, No, we're gonna do the books. Like, but maybe we won't we won't ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would only say that just to avoid the movie. Have you seen the movies? No, I haven't seen oh, any thank, of it. I see it. I'd be the same way. That's a great move on your part. And now they have like uh, Universal Studios. They have a whole like amusement park built out after it. So you can really have this uh, whole Harry Potter experience, right? That seems like enough for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like just the theme park. I don't need the movies or the books. It's just like, oh, those are the books based off the theme park, huh? I would agree too. And I would probably take that approach. But a buddy of mine who I really trust, uh, my buddy Pete, did the books and was like swears by it. I believe it. People love them. I'm not got to do it with your kids. Yeah, no, I believe it. So Go for it. All right. I'll stick with the caterpillar. Yeah, we might, we might have to do that. We'll see. But shout out to, uh, to Eric Carl, pour some out for the, uh, the very hungry caterpillar. Sounds like a pickup line for someone who doesn't really <laughs> understand English. <laughs> you know, I remember I one very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was supposed to be either. You know, my caterpillar is very hungry. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to dance with me and my hungry caterpillar? Turn into butterfly. <laughs> Eat all the cotton candy. His, his stomach no feel good. His stomach no feel good. About to throw up. Um, but yeah, Brown Bear, Brown Bear too. That was a book that uh, we had pretty much memorized. I remember sitting down to read these books, though, and you would think, right? You picked this up, and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, they're never going to be asleep. I, but sure enough, you get to, like, this this part, and they would be asleep. Really? You know? That's and you're like, like get up. <laughs> there's he didn't even. Left. He just built the cocoon. <laughs> you don't know there's just a couple. Get. Hey, just shake them a little bit. Hey, we're saying goodnight, moon. Get your ass up. Can you just join us for the whole story? God, pay attention. Get your desitined ass up. Wow. It's a big word for a child you're yelling at. That's part of the process, man. A lot of, uh, you know, chafing and you got to take care of uh, the skin. A lot of skin care when you have uh, little kids. Did you that, know that? No, I did not. I know you, I know you think that we, we're just all willy-nilly. <laughs> can't just... figure out the cup situation. Meanwhile, literal dermatologists... Like taking kid dermatologists? Care, taking care of pale, so kid Irish, community? fragile skin. I could see that. You guys have a lot of sunscreen to apply. I could see that that is that's something that's a big part of the McGann day. 
Yeah, our sunscreen is the same um, as the dust tin. It's the same <laughs> thickness. <laughs> it's hard to you tell s- apart. You spackle them on? Yeah, is that you correct? just get a huge layer. <laughs> I don't enjoy putting sunscreen on uh, the kids at all, but it is, it's vital. But that is, I've often thought about that, like, what is worse, like getting all the winter stuff on or putting sunscreen on? Have we had this debate before? No, but I, I'm, I'm about to tell you a story I didn't think I'd ever tell on this podcast. But spraying it. Yeah. I like the spray. You know, you tag them. Right. Like a garage. I always like, and I, I, <laughs> Just, I write, I'm usually writing something. Do you like, do like a star, like a big S or something. Do you do your initials? I do subliminal stuff like stay away from the concession <laughs> stand. You have no money. <laughs> And then you got to do the face. You can't really spray the face. Yeah. Sometimes you'll spray like a little thing. You like cup your hand and then like, yeah. come on, put that, <laughs> splash yourself with sunscreen. You blind yourself. I was recently um, out with a young lady and we were, we were outdoors, right? We we're hanging out. And uh, I just pictured you <laughs> opening the door for her. You're so chivalrous. You know, Jacket over a puddle. You know the drill. I was right? out with a young lady mm-hmm. the other day. Anyway, we were in a horse drawn carriage out in Central Park. And uh, thank you. Um, you know how sometimes like you can tell someone's paying attention to something and just isn't right. Like, you know, and you're like, what, what, you know? And she was like, Hey, did you, did you sunscreen the top of your head? And I was like, yeah, I got it. Thank you so much for bringing like, like the kindest reminder in the world to make sure I sunscreen the baldness. on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like just she over said it out loud. Did she see sunscreen on your head? Like, did you sunscreen? No, 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 no. Like, I had just sunscreened, and it was like, uh, hey, did you get this? You know, like, did you, you know, like, did you get the back of your neck? But it wasn't the back. Like, it wasn't like, hey, did you get, it was, did you get, hey, did you remember to sunscreen your bald spot? It's like, I thought we'd never have to talk about it, but yeah, I I, I did. I got it. Thank you very much. Because I just want to remind you. ruining my life. Yeah. Just want to, you might have forgotten. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. We and, should, we should part ways here forever. I, I know it's hard for you to see this. Mm-hmm, this. But I can. So you. Have, and this ball game is over. <laughs> so was that it for her? Uh, it's just, she just left immediately. She disappeared. You know, it was just uh, gone. You just jumped out of the carriage. Just, I'm still picturing you guys in the horse carriage. What happened to the noise? And the horse just so. <laughs> Even the horse is talking shit. Did did she say so? When you said that, did you laugh it off or were you? Yeah, just I mean, we like, laughed it off, but yeah, now it's weird. I feel like, no, 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 <laughs> but no, no. no, yeah, it was. Uh, we la- I mean, I obviously made a comment about it, and we laughed it off, and I was like, I'll never tell this on the podcast. Here we are. I do have to do that too, though. Like, where I'll take the spray and I'll just spray up there on my head because it's the dome thin and out. Yeah, sunburn head. Yeah, that's the worst. That's um, Rocky Laporte's got a, dr- a great joke about the the visor. You know, like wearing a visor when you have uh, oh, yeah. like the bald spot. <laughs> like I'm looking for uh, a hat where I could cook my head. I don't remember the bit, but very funny. All right. Um, we want, wanted to talk about a couple documentaries that we saw, right? We uh, handed out an assignment on the Iron Sheik. I did watch this one, dude. Been a little bit. About time you caught up on the Sheik. What do you think? I loved it. Yeah, wasn't it great? This guy has had quite the life. If you guys have not seen this, it's on Amazon. 
It's Prime, right? So you could just watch it for, for free if you got the Prime membership. All you have to do is have a Prime membership, and uh, it's fantastic. It's uh, So this was kind of before, this was before he rose to the Twitter fame that he's at now. But it kind of shows the start of like his social media fame. But it goes all the way back from like just who he was as a wrestling villain. And then just falls off the deep end, right? Like just halfway through the documentary, just like... Sheik's going to rehab, and, and, and it's crazy. Well, he got fired from wrestling. For those of you who don't know, Iron Sheik was the champion of the WWF right before Hulk Hogan. And yes. without this guy, he gave rise to Hogan, right? Absolutely. And Hulk Hogan was the, the biggest thing. That. Yeah. You know? So the Sheik was from Iran, yeah. Literally. Like the household guy, name level of fame, right? The Iron Sheik. He was an Olympian in Iran. Mm-hmm. And the, the so the history of him is really incredible. He comes over, he leaves Iran because the Shah has the other world, like the famous wrestler in of Iran. Right. Has like a suspicious suicide. He was like the most popular guy uh-huh. in Iran. And then he kind of fled his homeland comes to the States, ends up in Minnesota, starts coaching wrestling. Is like the most all-American guy. Gets involved in the American Olympics. Right. Coaching wrestling. Coaching wrestling. Because he knew the style of this Greco-Roman wrestling. That mm-hmm. like He was a legit wrestler. Yeah. And then he got into the entertainment part of wrestling. Becomes a, a heel because his rise coincides with the Iranian hostage crisis. And, you know, he's speaking... Farsi on yeah. TV and he's from Iran and it's just like, this guy's the worst. He's the enemy. He's just, and, and wrestling has always played off of current events and fear, you know, right. like, like whatever the sentiment is like it, it. And so, yeah, that was the way it was back then. And people didn't even know that it was fake. They thought that if people realized that wrestling wasn't real, they would not come out. They would, it would all fall apart. This whole, you know, scheme they had going which he also had a crucial role in falling apart right right yes i mean do you do you remember that thing at all with him i kind of do but not yeah. really it was a big event so he and hacksaw jim duggan were like rivals right they were in a big program against each other but they were friends so they drive from city to city and they were big coke addicts basically they did a lot of cocaine together and they got like busted well the story was that they actually didn't that the Good guys would travel with the good guys, and the heels would travel with the heels. Oh, right. I'm sorry. But for traveling sake, they would hang out in different cities, but they were, but they would normally travel separately. Correct. Right. Right. So they, uh, the sheik, like left his credit card at home or something. Couldn't rent a car. Ends up with hacksaw. Yeah. And they get pulled over because they're drinking beer on the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh huh. And then sheik's got some coke on them and some marijuana. They get popped. They get arrested, right? Absolutely. And um, in the news, they're rivals, right? And the news are like, is wrestling fake? Like, people didn't right. even know what that time. The story was like, hey, these guys got busted with drugs. But the American public was like, wait, why were they together? Right. They, 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 they hate each other. Were, were they, weren't they fighting in the car? Like, what happened? Yeah. And so it kind of blew all of that apart. Love it. Great documentary. Yeah. Um, his life kind of spiraled out from there, yeah. right? He um, gets into drugs, and they're dealing with pain, all this stuff. Then he gets, uh, you know, these young guys that he's family friends with see this potential in him and um, kind of reinvent him. Unbelievable. Sober him up, and now he's like 
beloved and he's hilarious and he's doing so much stuff. His Twitter account is the best thing on earth. Uh, I, I love, I, I mean, if you're not following it, you absolutely should. You're not be. following it. You're a jabroni. You really are. You're the big jabroni. You're Hulk Hogan. That's what you are. And that's what's cool about the documentary is The Rock is in there talking about his, how he was influenced by Sheik yeah. and Hulk Hogan's in it. And they got like every big name. Yeah. And you get to see all the other, like, uh, you know. There's too much like, though. Jimmy like, Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Hart just. So he, anyway, looks, he looks yeah, great. <laughs> Jimmy Hart is just this tiny little. Um, the one that bothered me, I took a couple notes, but uh, uh, first of all, I love that the Nasty Boys just have polo shirts that just say like the Nasty Boys on them. Like they went corporate over <laughs> right. time. Like this old wrestling tag team. Just, oh yeah, the nasty. this is Nasty Boys Enterprises. This is what we do now. Us? No, we, we're unemployed. Um, and, and they, they get- do like refrigeration. They do <laughs> HVAC. <laughs> they, they come in and they'll, they'll fix your stuff. Nasty Boys come in. We'll, we'll tag team that uh, furnace years. We'll get in there. I forgot about the tag team of Nikolai Volkov and Sheik. And Iron Sheik. Well, I mean, it was every stereotype together that they could come up with, right? So the the Russian and the the Iranian together. And Vince McMahon was like, I have gold. And all you just talk in, talk in your native tongue and everyone will throw things at you and you'll be very rich. Right. And it's basically, it's how it worked. The thing that bothered me was uh, when they were going through all the people, King Kong Bundy, they gave his real name. And it was like Christopher. And I was like, okay, I don't, like, you're King Kong Bundy. Like, that guy's not Chris. The dude's, you know, 6'8", 300, like, when they're interviewing him for the documentary. I, I King like Kong that. Bundy does not look that good, man. No. I felt bad for KKB, dude. <laughs> I was like, you need to embrace that you're King Kong Bundy. He's no longer with us. Oh, he's not? So, uh, 2019. Oh, man. Yeah, well, That's too I, bad. Uh, I looked that up just now. Those guys do not live long. No, not a Jake great Jake the Snake lifespan. is still with us. He is. Superfly Snook, I loved seeing him. His headband had like the uh, the jungle trim um, that his trunks had. He had uh, a good look. Who else do we see in there? Bret Hart does not look good, dude. So there are two. So wrestling is hugely popular again right now, right? So there are two huge documentary series going on right now about pro wrestling. And one of them is like Vince McMahon sponsored uh, really nice, fluffy pieces, you know, about like how great everybody is, except for Macho Man. He hates Macho Man for some reason. Um, and then there's another one called Dark Side of the also Ring. Also dead, Macho yeah, Man, right? also dead. There's another one called Dark Side of the Ring where they tell like the real stories of like all the behind the scenes crazy. And it's like, uh, you know, but there's like the fun WWE, like, you know, Ultimate Warrior was a great guy, you know? And then there's like the real, like, videos of him saying awful things at, at commencement speeches when he was a speaker and stuff. And just like a very two different worlds of, of wrestling colliding right now in the, in the public's eye. There's no way it ends well for a guy like Vince McMahon. It can't, right? You're a I mean, billionaire who stepped on people to get there every step of the way. He stepped on so many people, used so many people, abused them. I mean, there's gotta, it's just yeah. like, it's all going to unravel. You'll hear a million stories. I'm sure. Cause Absolutely. everyone's going to try and, you know, cash in this, like this guy, I mean, he got, so Sheik and Hacksaw got kicked out. Yeah. They were wrestling in high school gyms after they got busted on the turnpike. That's how that story ended. They yeah. got tossed out. Gone. They'll never wrestle again. Yeah. And then they, and then, you know, uh, things changed over time, right? Because another big company came in and WCW. So, but, uh, but by that point, Sheik was so old. Yeah. I mean, you could see him wrestling in a grade school gym near you at one point. So I told you this before, but I uh, now that I've seen the thing and um, Paige Magan, who produced the thing, 
I don't know him, uh-huh. but he reached out to me on Twitter and we talked like it was during the pandemic, the, the very beginning of this. And uh, he runs the Twitter account uh-huh. for the Sheik because randomly the Sheik started following me on Twitter. That's and I was incredible. Like, it's like, you know, that's a life goal in the middle of the pandemic. There were many dark days. Sure. And that was a day I was like, wow, there's there's yeah. hope. I might get camel clutched. The Pat McGann is the real, not the jabroni. Didn't you love the uh, the daughters? Or like, anytime we brought a, a, a boy home, he would put them in the camel clutch. <laughs> and, the best move. And bench press. Bench press. <laughs> and then make them bench press. Try and bench press as much as he did. He'd go bench press. And like, oh, you no, you can't. All right, bring her home at 11. It also kind of sounded like he was never home. Yeah, which not he, a great which I'm dad. I'm sure he it was not. Like I'm sure at, at some point. A lot. No, his wife, gosh, it's been, a, his wife, I forgot, is like the most Midwestern. Yeah. Like, and she always just refers to him as my husband, like it's in court proceedings at all times <laughs> during the documentary. So then my husband would come home and I would say to my husband, I would say my husband. It was. Husband. It's a, like a boardwalk empire. <laughs> husband. So anyway, um, this guy sent me a note and um, we've talked a couple of times. I, I'm going to reach out, see if we can get these guys on. Really? Why not? That'd be incredible. We love the documentary. Great documentary. We got a lot to talk about. Fantastic Twitter account. Brims, check this one out. It's on Amazon and uh, we might follow up on it. I want to talk about another documentary. I, let's do you go. have any final thoughts on the Sheik? No, let's get into it. What do you got next? The other one I saw, I stumbled upon, and I texted you about I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but The Last Blockbuster. I did. I watched it today before coming over here. Did you? I did. I did. Were you nostalgic? No. Of course. Absolutely. That's what it all is. If you guys, um, you know, by the yeah. title here. The, yeah. if, if you guys have heard of Blockbuster <laughs> video, the Last Blockbuster documentary is um, about The Last Blockbuster, which is in Bend. Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. The previous one, like the last four, of the last four, three of them were in Alaska. Yeah. And then they they all bowed out, which you see in the documentary. But, dude, right up our alley in terms of like, remember when? Oh, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, renting movies. And comics are all over this thing, or this documentary. Oh, yeah, a lot of comics. I love the, um, and Doug Benson. A lot of- <laughs> might have been high. A lot of the- um, thing about uh rent movies was i never really understood why the mom and pops disappeared and that helped me understand how that all kind of like unfolded. in the first place for the blockbusters to get so big right okay it was or the computer if, right it was this it was the software it was their tracking ability it was like it was a also better infrastructure. revenue sharing oh yeah with the studios blockbuster made a deal with the studios sure. on sharing the money because they got so big. Yeah. They're like, we'll rent your movies and we'll kick some back to you. Yeah. Give us the, and that was the, uh, that was the death sentence for the, the mom and pops. They couldn't, there were no rebates. They weren't doing, you know, yeah. Deals with the studio. They were, they would, you know, movies would come out and they would have to buy them from the uh, studio like a hundred bucks a piece at the time to, to to rent a movie or to buy a movie a VHS was a hundred dollars. That's insane in eighties money, right? Do you know how much? I mean, you could have bought a glass top table, maybe a new blazer with that type of money. Well, that's what the studios didn't see coming. Like they could have probably handled this whole thing themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like looking back, if they really knew how it was going to spin out, they started doing this, and then people started renting the, you know. Just because they couldn't afford, no one could afford to buy a movie. So right. it was like, hey, 
all right, we'll rent it out. We'll we'll split it up. And then people were saying that, you know, when a new release would come out, you know, a hot store would maybe have three or four copies. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark is coming out. We're going to get three copies. Right. You know, and then you go there, you might not be there. And right. So Blockbuster comes along. too by the time... Yeah, Blockbuster comes along, has all the spots. Do you remember that? Has all the movies. Big fucking, like, they just have a commercial be like, do you want to see The Patriot? We're going to have 300 of them on Wednesday. Wow. Like, like that big wall, remember? Like, yeah. That was so big. It was huge, man. But going to the video store was an experience. It, it was. was like, you know, you'd split up if you were on a date. Yeah. Someone would go, and they talk about that, like, do you know, the, you know, Break up in the store, not break up, but you separate. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could, yeah, you might. You're like, I want to see house party. You <laughs> what know, are you doing back there <laughs> behind the saloon <laughs> doors. They did a really good job of capturing the experience and you know some of that stuff, like the saloon door joke from the yeah. Ellen thing. That was, I mean, they did a nice job with that stuff for sure. Yeah, it was, it was all. It was, um, the, you know, the be kind rewind. They kind of touch all of it. Yeah, so check it out. But the, here's what's weird to me. Is that, like, I get it. I get the fall of that. But at the same time, do you know how many family videos are in the U.S. right now? How many? Over 500. Oh, wow. They are growing. Like, they're opening new stores. Because while this has happened, and Blockbuster was, like, the, you know, the the key of, wow, how good a company can do very quickly. And then also the the speedy decline. But, like, they're still opening stores in family video because people do want that experience, especially in small towns. Because it's like a very, you know, it's a community feel, right? You go in, you you run into your neighbors and stuff. So probably not this year, but like last year, there were articles about that. They were like one of the largest growing companies. Really? Yeah, family video because they they continued to build. I mean, there's a huge one right over in Plainfield. Like just, yeah, the, the community, like. When was the last time you ran in a movie? Oh, I mean, look who you're talking to. When was the last time? It took everything I had to try and watch that Crime of the Century documentary you made me watch. Um, so I mean, this is episode 83. You just said, look who you're talking to. <laughs> what if I was like, what Jim <laughs> just right here? Hello. Whole time. Just woke up. Plan again. I remember renting in Michigan. We were up at, uh, Sarah's cottage and that was probably like the last time they had a, um, how long ago index card system, you know, like a Rolodex system. Really? And it was like, wow, you're in there. <laughs> they, they probably went there once a year. And they had a box with all the names in there. That's probably 2008. Wow. 2009. That's crazy. I don't think we ever returned it. <laughs> Your name is still in that card. That's what happened with that, that those places. Place. Yeah. And they were all over our neighborhood. We had one in the back of a liquor store. Oh, yeah. Just going to Tony's Liquors and go in the back and pick a movie. Like, yeah. People just pop them up. For us, it became video games after a while, too. Kind of right in that switchover. You yeah. know, like you'd go to the video store, but then you'd try and, Mom, can we get a game, too, while we're here? And no one cared about the movie. That was like the family time for two hours, but it was like, all right, can I go play Bubble Bobble for the next 71 hours now until we have to give this thing back? Like you wanted, because with a movie, you watch it and you're done, right? Yeah. And so either you bring it back or you forget and you don't. But like with the, if you got a video game for three days, now you've got a timeline that you got to beat it or give it back. You know what I mean? So like you you don't sleep, you sneak out of your room because you're like I got to get down there. I got to get that princess out of that castle. Oh, you, when know? you rent a game, you'd be so happy to have it. You'd be probably waiting for it, you know, yeah. just to get it. And they capture that too when you would go to the movie uh store and like they're like, "Oh, it's out." Yeah. 
And then sometimes it would come back while you were there. <laughs> you're hanging out waiting. And you're like, what? Can we check the, the bin real that quick? That was a great day. Yeah. We had um we had them all over the neighborhood like everyone else. We had um Southside video where we'd go and they would give us the posters. So you could claim the poster and write, oh, yeah, yeah. write your name on the back. Oh, that's nice. And then when they'd switch them out. So I had a bunch of movie posters like in my room. Wow. I would have like the Untouchables and um, Natural and just a Biloxi Blues. Yeah. I remember like random movies like Gorillas in the Mist. But yeah, I want that poster. Just any posters. Funny Farm. Remember that? Chevy Chase? <laughs> Why? That's the one like, you want in your room. These randomly yeah. hang. Yes. Like I'd switch them out in my room too. Yeah. Like got... Got a new batch in. See, now, wouldn't it have been nicer if you had the thing in your room to where you could put them all in there, like a Spencer's Gifts? Yes, I needed that. <laughs> that's the thing. I needed the... I'm telling you, keep, that's the best idea I've ever had. I need, like, the end of the box 30 years aisle. Too. Just switch them out. <laughs> Give me all the merch. Dude, we had um, this other video store. This was a little bit later, right? Mm-hmm. And this is uh, Entertainment 2 Video. It was in our strip mall, and they were cleaning money through there. I mean, I'm telling you, dude, it was like my blue heaven. The guy who worked the place must have been relocated from somewhere. He seemed like he was like off the streets in New York, just like dropped into the neighborhood. And Tom, Tom Uh from Entertainment too. What's your last name, Tom? I don't have, don't worry about it. Dude, I, I am not kidding when I tell you this. He gave us the store for a day. We were in there, me and my buddy, Marty, and you know, Marty, I think, is old because he's two years older than me. Sure. But he's, looking back, probably 14. Uh-huh. And I'm 12. And he had to, uh, Tom had to go to the airport. <laughs> and was like, you guys keep an eye on the store. Like, I'm not kidding, dude. This happened. And, like, no adults were there? Do they know? There was an adult sleeping under the counter. His friend. <laughs> His friend. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt this part of the story. <laughs> I can't even like believe that this is actually my life. But then it was um okay, Marty's going to run the store. So I went back to, you know, two blocks home mm-hmm. and told the rest of the block that Marty's running entertainment too for the day. But we got to be real quiet when you're in there cuz there's a guy sleeping under the counter. I'm not kidding. It's insane. He was. And I'm not t- I'm I'm saying like dead asleep, not like you know, like hadn't slept in like days. Like might have been dead. Catching no. up. <laughs> Drugged. <laughs> Drugged. On drugs. Tom might have been finding a place. Oh, you're saying he might have been dead and Tom yeah. was. No, he was not dead. Okay. I do remember him breathing, okay. moving. Um, yeah, never thought that he was in trouble with Tom. Okay. I think he, yeah, he was maybe. strung out. Yeah, maybe more that. Okay. I'd like to get. My buddy is a. Uh, He's a cop now. I'd like, I'd like to have him uh, reassess that through his through different eyes. I gotta be honest. I'm afraid of Tom. I don't know him. I don't. I don't know if he's still with us. I'm afraid of Tom. I don't want to. I don't want to go any further into this story. Uh, Tom uh, definitely had stuff going on. Okay, right? but also, you know, a beautiful character. Oh, Just, best guy. You know, that store... I'm just saying I want to go deeper into this. That store may be open, may not be open when you go up there. <laughs> and there were no hours to it. And you go in there and be like, can I work here? Yeah, you good. Yeah. Clean up. <laughs> and, you, and he'd put you to work right there and give you a few bucks. Sweep out front. Like, I'm not kidding, dude. This is the best. This was... Uh, 
I got to revisit that. I got to think about that more. Ah, oh, this is this is the plot to a, an 80s movie. It def- definitely had that feel. Yeah, I remember uh, there was a kid in from Arizona. Remember when, like, kids, like, I just remember, like. A kid in from Arizona? One of someone from the block, his cousin okay. was in town from right. Arizona, Philip. I don't even, it's like the only time. Mm-hmm. Arizona, you know when, like, Phillip. these people are in your life? Yeah. And you're just like. One episode they come in for and then they're gone again? I go up there and, like, he, Philip was a couple years older than me. I was Marty's best friend probably growing up. And he had made, like, Philip the assistant that day. And I I was on outs. <laughs> I was like, what? give me something to do. How is um, Philip's just in town from Arizona? He's suddenly getting and seniority? Marty saw management <laughs> material in him. <laughs> I guess that you never had and, and, and treated me like, like shit. I was, I don't even know if I was allowed behind the counter after, uh, after he brought Philip in. Wow. Well, Hey, I I know you guys need to talk about the uh, Tom situation, but I think you and Marty need to work through this Philip situation first. (laughs) I don't know how it brought us to that story, but the (laughs) last, the last blockbuster is, is worth watching. My kids even were dipping in watching it with me for a while. What, like, did you, how much did you have to explain to them? That was my question. Um, no, they got it. I think they understood because yeah, like videos, we used to put him in the TV. That guy's Brian Posehn. He's famous. No one really knows for what besides stand up, but he's in a bunch of stuff. He's huge, by the way. He's all, and, like I, and I wasn't ten. Yeah, and I wasn't like disparaging him. No, I just I mean know. like didn't sound like it. Everyone knows who he is, but he's not like famous from a, a show or something. Damn right. it! Sorry, Brian. Josephine, uh, big fan, was comparing it to a library. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and they even said that in the movie when they're like, they don't have like places you can rent books except for libraries. Oh, the building that every town has one of? Right. Yeah, no, there's none of those anywhere. How unique. There's some funny moments in there too when the guy's um, talking about the receipt. He's like, and then I threw that on the floor. <laughs> and the idea of like you'd get movies that were due back on different days. And, and yeah, he was funny when he talked about that. It was great. They addressed the Netflix situation, not yeah. really what you thought. Yeah, on the Netflix deal, but you know that Netflix definitely pushed had them. definitely had a, a lot to do with it. Um, yeah, I, I love the the big takeaways for me was the Netflix thing, right? Yeah, had something to do with it. Not as not exactly how right. I, it went down. Like Blockbuster maybe had a chance, yeah, but was really affected by the. Uh, well, I guess they're, <laughs> it's still their financial decision. Yeah, right? the, they screwed up. I mean, but Netflix wasn't the lone reason. There's a lot more to it than that, right? But the no late fees thing was, that was big too. I remember those commercials. I remember like the two people making out that and how funny that was. In like the moment they showed that commercial, like yeah, I remember. Like I don't remember the Jamie Kennedy Jim Gaffigan commercials, um, but that the no late fees commercial was a big deal because I was like, deal. mom. I remember how I can't rent movies because I can never bring them back on time and we lose them and stuff. It's fine. Dude, I remember that being like, this. how? How are yeah. they going to do that? And, and, and then the franchisees were like, how are they going to do this? Yeah, it was, uh, that was big, big news. And they were um, still relevant at that time. Their ads, that's why I like too, the, the commercials they showed. Uh-huh. One of them was like Oak Lawn. They're like, new store, 95th. Fifth. Yep, I saw that. Oak Lawn. And then they had... Um, just the um, the pop culture references, like the, Jamie Kennedy and Scream. Yeah. I don't remember those commercials either, like the Blockbuster Squad. I don't either. But they were just, it was everywhere, big part of uh, of who we were. So I think it's worth checking out. I absolutely do as well. All right, let's take a beat here. You are listening to All Over the Place, the best, po- the best podcast in ever. 
My dad made me say that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. We were we had to get out of the studio. They were they were ready to go. Were they really? Yeah, they were just. When was that? Was that that was uh, today? The best. Part. What were they trying to say? What they what, they nailed it, Jim. What do you mean? What they, what were they trying to say? You didn't hear them. Well, since they said different things, let's let's run they it back. Did, what, you were listening to all over the place the best po- the best podcasting ever. My dad made me say that. <laughs> Those are the boys. Your dad uh, made him say that. Ah, Luke Elliot, that's awesome. Well done, gentlemen. Little Brimley's in the uh, in the making. I don't want to spend too much time on this one, but you you did previously reference another documentary. Uh, the crime of the century. And I'm like three quarters of the way through it. The real crime of the century is not being able to condense that thing under four hours. It is. It's very good. It's very telling about the opioid epidemic. But holy shit, it's Ken Burns. It's Ken Burns's opiates is what it should be called. It is a very, very long documentary. Don't bring Ken Burns into this. <laughs> I mean, it is that length. Ken Burns has nothing to do with it. It is that length. It is. Uh, it is that length. Yeah. But it's. Yeah, it's kind of like the same stuff over and over, but it's good. Yeah. But it's it's heavy, and you don't want to be watching heavy stuff right now. No. We watched a movie the other night, um, The Pursuit of Happiness. I never saw that. No, me either. And it was just Sarah and I and Jose, and Josephine was like, why are we watching this? <laughs> it's kind of sad. And it's just Will Smith running throughout the, the city movie? with this kid. There's a lot of running in that movie. Oh, I had pass. never seen that. It's good. It's good. I'll pass. True story. I had a uh, rough week as well, Patrick. Um, you're not the only one who who had some struggles this week. I know uh, you were ill, and I feel for you. I uh, I got my financial identity stolen. Uh, not all of it. Um, oh, part man. of it. Um, they got me. They got me. Uh, they hacked my Chipotle app. Uh, <laughs> that's correct. That's how they got in. You got hacked. In- I got Chipotle. My Chipotle app got hacked, and uh, <laughs> this is a thing. We- Wait a minute. First okay. of all, I love that you have a Chipotle yeah. app. One day, how we many were talking apps about- do you have? One day we were talking about apps, maybe two months ago, and uh, I was like, "You and I don't have the same apps, do we?" And the- literally, the first one that crossed my mind was the Chipotle app. I don't even like Chipotle. Do you have like restaurants in a folder? No. no? Do you think I have folders? What do you? <laughs> who do you- who do you do this podcast with? Um, Who are you talking to? <laughs> it's Jim. Um, I, I don't even, I'm not even a big Chipotle guy. It's fine. It's just that would be thing. great if you did have a folder. I had like Qdobo, Chipotle. Fast food Mexican, like very oh, specific uh... folders. I've got my, yeah. Um, no, no, but like I'll, I'll bring customers lunch, right? And a lot of times they want Chipotle and stuff like that. So yeah. I have that. Uh, so they hacked my Chipotle app, uh, ordered $200 worth of burritos, like three orders. Like a crime, a criminal organization. I, I would like to think it was a syndicate, if if I'm being honest. <laughs> I would like to think it was the syndicate. Um, it was something, I mean, you know, it doesn't just happen, right? You know, it's always the apps you least expect, you know what I mean, <laughs> for them to get your financial data. But it sucked. I had a credit card attached to it, so I had to call, you know, the bank and be like, hey, listen, you know, I need to, I need to dispute these charges. And they're like, we're going to go ahead and freeze your account. We'll send you a new card and we're going to launch a full investigation. And I was like, that's too much. You don't need to launch a full investigation. Just get rid of these burrito fees. That's all I really need you to do. I don't need assets frozen. I don't need to do head they find out for a deposition. Everything was taken. No, like that, like the, nothing was taken. It, like, but because you want to find out who stole the guacamole, that's going to be <laughs> it's, a little extra. <laughs> Dude, I just well love, I just well love that there is a criminal organization. I know. That's, hey, all right, you're going in through the front door, 
and you're going to be in the alley in the car. Get ready. All right. And you're in charge of lunch. <laughs> Do you know how to get into someone's Chipotle yet? We're going to get the Bitcoin. Benny, get the burritos. I want the car- two carnitas <laughs> and three chickens. It's ridiculous. Were they? Was it like a, a one... Like a, they cater 200 or was it specific? Did you see the itemized receipt? It was three orders is all I was able to see. Cause all I was able to see were the charges on my card from the same Chipotle where they locals. I don't know because so they, the first thing they did, they got into my account and they changed my password and my email address in the account. Wait, so how what did they, they were, get into your Chipotle? Only your Chipotle app. Yeah. So, so apparently like, they, they got like, they figured out my password is what happened. What was your password? I'm not telling you my password again. That's probably how we got into this in the first place, is the fact that I gave it out on air three weeks ago. No. Burrito 69. <laughs> yes, but like zero instead of O, you know. But um, so so they like, that's what happened. They didn't they didn't get into anything else. They only got into my Chipotle app. And so they ordered food somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know how. How did they ha- get your, what, what was your password? You I don't can't know. Say it. Do you use no, it for other I'm things? Not, I don't even know what it was, Pat. I would have imagined it was a pretty secure password. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it wasn't like I was in there very often. The whole point of the phone is the phone takes care of it so you don't have to deal with the apps. This confirms every, <laughs> every instinct I have. Yes. And put like to put an app on your phone. I know. For Chipotle. I know. But like. And put your you were, credit card information in like, there. If you were. But for work. Picking it up once a week or once every yeah. two weeks for people. It makes it so much easier. But is it a personal credit card or is it just a work credit card? That it, do you have to worry about? It, the. The. The credit card, I don't have to worry about it. It's a work card. That's good. Oh, that's good. It makes it much easier for yeah. sure. But I mean, at the same time, it's that just makes like, it like ah, I'm gonna, I'll get around to calling the cops. Right. <laughs> so I, I looked at my app, right? And it was like, hey, did I go to Chipotle three times on Wednesday? I don't think so, you know? And so I was like, well, I'm going to check my email, right? And I have two emails from them that day. And that was the last emails I got from them. And one was like, hey. Were they like thank you notes? No. One was like, hey. Uh, if you just changed your email address and password, cool, no problem. If not, you know, contact us. And the other one was like free guacamole with any purchase. <laughs> so I hadn't, you know, like it was, it was just an email that comes in every day. I wasn't looking for my account to be hacked. Right. Oh yeah. It didn't alert you. It didn't alert me at all. Like, yeah. I, so I never even read the email. It was just like, oh, this one's from Chipotle. Like I just marked him as red and moved on. <laughs> but so like we tried to tell you, and I was like, yeah, but you could do better, you know, like than just one email and then allow them to, and then suddenly I <laughs> fucking order a franchise at, under a new email address and no one mentions it. It'd be great if someone showed up at your door. <laughs> just me. Watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> you go, hey, what's up? Just got a Chipotle <laughs> windbreaker on. Get your keys. We got we to gotta bring you down. <laughs> like, what? You I'm picking proteins out of a lineup. I can drive. <laughs> Jim, it's best you come with us. <laughs> what? What happened? We'll tell you when we get there. Oh. Is this you? <laughs> Just a bunch of empty burrito bowls? <laughs> what? No. I didn't think so. These went to Roanoke, Virginia Saturday. Where were you? Unbelievable, man. Crazy, I mean, just though. getting. You and just it, got hit by a car. I mean, not too long ago. Not too. A couple months. And I like to spread these things out once a quarter for the pod. What else did you have recently? I don't know. Another hurdle. <laughs> Hiking? That's me. Stuck? Yeah, I run into trouble for sure. Like, I'm not, like, this is an instructional podcast on what not to do. Like, did Chipotle get hacked? And Am I saying, I always say Chipotle. 
I'm not chip- sure. But sometimes when I, it just comes about Chipotle. Chipotle? Yeah, you yeah. do it like a- Chipotle. Weird, yeah. Did Chipotle get hacked? I'm not sure that they did. I don't really, I haven't heard anything about them getting hacked. This was just a- Yeah, me neither. And I think it's because a lot of people don't have the <laughs> app. <laughs> I, I mean, this is smaller you, sample you have, size. So you don't have any apps for any restaurants at all? I don't. I'm sorry. No I really Starbucks don't. app? I don't. No, and I should. I, I actually have thought about this. Is there someone out there that can just make your life better by shadowing you for like three days and being like, all right, this is what you're missing. Yeah. You need to have these apps. You need to have this kind of phone or system or just, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Well, I I think it would be too, but I, you want like a life my point coach just is, to- <laughs> my point is, I think that would be a big part for, uh, for me, that people would be like, why aren't you you're doing it like really the old way? You got to change it, you know? Yeah, but then there's also the part of you that likes this to be able to like, you know, I don't do this stuff. Flanagan, they got his Chipotle, you know? Well, that's and what this will... Almost crippled him financially, really. This He's is a commission for a while. This is all I'll remember. <laughs> this is it. That I'm, you know, I'm, Sarah will be like, oh, what, they want to put a, our credit card number in. No, Flanagan. I'm not doing that. You hear what happened to Flanagan at Chipotle? Why? So they can have burritos? <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? Not at my time. You're not gonna be. What? You guys want chips yeah. and salsa? It's gonna run it all up. <laughs> that was it. That was the. They didn't use the free guacamole coupon, and they earned enough for a free burrito that I can't even get into. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, they did. I, they earned enough for. Yeah, they earned enough points, and I can't even get into the app. Are they gonna be back to claim their points? <laughs> I hope so. Someone's got to use them. Um, Jim, we we reinstated your account, and uh, but we did take off the. <laughs> The burritos, because those were the criminals. You understand, right? You don't didn't get, really earn those points. You don't get really so credit for that. They got jettisoned from the account. Get screwed twice. Get just that feeling getting screwed again. I was in financial ruins for three weeks. Like, sorry, it wasn't our fault. Chipotle has a dressing that I really like. They call it a dressing that um, that sauce. The uh, I think you put it on there if you get like a salad there. But I like to like put a it salad on salad dressing. Uh, I get the, you, like they I get the carnitos. Okay. The carnitas. Is it like a vinaigrette? Like what? Yes, would you... maybe it is. Okay, so it's a vinaigrette. salad dressing. Yeah, yeah. And you really like their salad dressing on meat. Yeah, that makes sense. It's so good, dude. All right. Okay. I I'll check it out when I'm allowed back into my <laughs> app. I guess, Pat. I'll look at I'll look for the dressing once this criminal enterprise decides to give me back control over my life. That would be uh, how I would get caught if I if I broke into someone's app. <laughs> they would trace it back to the. You know what? Old though? Carnitas and Vinaigrette McGann over this there. Guy. He's the only one who orders the shit. We don't know who did it, but we know he likes the dressing. It's his, it's his calling card. But he doesn't really call it that. <laughs> he says we call it a dressing. He doesn't really know what it is. What's the best fast food app you have that you enjoy using that I, I should get? Starbucks. Really? Far in a because way. of points and stuff? You get, I mean, yeah. It's useful. It's simple. The other thing about Starbucks that's nice is you walk into a star, like you walk in and it's done for you. That, I think, is the most underrated thing of this pandemic, is everywhere that you can pick stuff up now, like, there's options to just walk in, it's done, and you leave. That's exactly what I'm talking about in terms of what am I doing wrong? I'm I'm at Starbucks waiting for my drink, and some asshole walks in and grabs his drink and is out the door yeah and I'm like oh. how that guy's is he living but is he living better than me yeah maybe not oh. and here is where I'll push back not interacting with humans not having a real experience not living life 
I don't know. Not waiting. Waiting's part of it, right? It it conditions you. These minor inconveniences, these minor inconveniences are what makes our experience unique. No? I don't I mean, it's weird that I'm advocating for the apps as the guy who just got <laughs> hacked by one. But um I think that I think that the like you can still wait if you want to. You can just Order it five minutes before you get there and, you know, and wait a few minutes. But I mean, you don't have to wait as long. They talk about it in the last blockbuster, though, going out, having the experience of like being with customers. But that's like standing you and in a line. date being like, what kind of movie do you like? No. What kind of movie also, do you like? That's very different than like, also making can a I purchase. Help you? Uh, venti, mochaccino, extra soy. Like, that's not. Yeah, but sometimes you're like, is this any good? Is this, is Pirates of the Caribbean any good? Fair. Absolutely, but you can still do that just because you have the. Is app bacon gouda egg any good? <laughs> you gonna microwave you, it? Just what's you, beeping? Just because you have the app doesn't mean you can't order the other way. You know that, right? Right. No, okay. I no, okay, I do. Okay, but no, what we were lingering on was when I see those people come in, I am jealous of that, right? Like I am like, oh, yeah. shit. I wish I had my drink. I wish I just walked in here. Like, like the mayor of Starbucks, off. yeah. You know, they usually have a scarf, <laughs> or they come in like just, <laughs> just you know, a work bag, mm-hmm. a satchel, head up straight. Good posture, these people. Real they good. come in like I am excellent at living, and they like judge you as you're waiting for your drink because they have that extra time to scan the room, right? Because they're already they're good to go. They just look at you like next thing. Bet you're in a hurry, huh? <laughs> hmm. I never miss my train. I don't miss anything. I'm on top of things. Even the last blockbuster lady did that. Did you see it when she walked, went to Starbucks and was just like, "It's Sandy," and like, "Oh, they knew who she was." Or at, uh, she went to Starbucks and, and yeah. yeah, and she just goes, "It's Sandy," and they just like just pulls around and they make her drink. Like everyone does that. I liked her. She was great. The blockbuster mom. She was absolutely great. They, she calls herself the blockbuster mom, but there's someone right who just stuck with it. She She's joined the them late too, open. and she is the reason it's still open. And that it's um, it's it's cool. Like she has that. Like that's her own thing. Yeah. To see blockbuster, like you're cheering for this corporate mammoth, Trust which one once was right. Yeah. I mean that is so uh, us too. Yeah. You know. And now who is it? Dish or Directv? Whoever owns it. Now that this movie's out, they're like, Fuck, we can't cut them off. We're gonna have to keep just let keep letting them use it for a while. The move. I mean, dude. Now I'm like, if I ever get to Bend, Oregon, I'm going there. How like far? That is going to be, I, I, I mean, that's going to be a tourist attraction, right? People it, are getting pictures out there. They got, you know, the documentary. They got, yeah, it's going to be. It was already. Up. I mean, in, in the documentary, they had people, a guy from Spain. And he was, I used to work at a video store. So you went on vacation to another one? How far away would you go, would you make a trip to Bend? 50 miles? 100 miles? Like you're working nearby. You've got time in an afternoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, good question. Two hours? Hour each way. Okay, that's about it. Yeah. I'd think I'd be, at two hours, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go Saturday. And Saturday would roll around. I'm like, I'm not going to go. But I had to like have a car, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I already got a car. Yeah. I got nothing. I like, got- I'm waking up here Friday morning. I have a show Friday night. Time to kill. I, I, would, I would go. Hour each way. I think that's about it. That's about the limit. Good call. Just to have that, uh, that's what everyone says, they st- like when they walk in there. Just that feel again. And the, the smell of it. The voice actor. Yeah. He talked about the smell. That guy. 
what you think? He was a little much. And I know they're making him do the voices, but I was like, okay, we get it. You sound like other people. Some of the voices weren't even that good. They were okay. I've you kind of have your uh, your head up for like uh, your antenna up for uh, who was it? Like, and I've heard this from impressionists, right? Like, if there's like a, a Christopher Walken, that's <laughs> that's a red flag. Um, Dennis Miller in one of his old specials in the eighties was like every impressionist does an impression of Jack Nicholson, you know, and there were always like some mundane, like, uh, can you picture Jack Nicholson working at a grocery store? He's like, no, you, I could picture working <laughs> at a grocery store, which is one of my favorite jokes ever. Yes. <laughs> you, I could picture working at a grocery store. That is a great joke. <laughs> I love it, brother. All right. Talk about, uh, imitations. We are often imitated. Never duplicated this podcast. <laughs> Am I right, Brims? You are right. All right. I feel like we gave him another uh, another episode. Right? We sure did. We sure gave him another episode. Can we talk about a and couple I, things on the way out? I want to do talk about a couple things. We'll go over if we have another review, which I do think we do have another review. Check that um, out. I don't know if you guys notice our sound hopefully is a little bit better. We got some new mics. We're kind of uh, stepping up our game, something we wanted to do a while ago. And I want to tell you what the impetus was, Jim. Talk about as it. under the weather as I was this week, uh-huh. this was my labor or love. You've putting, kicked ass. Putting it looks some awesome together. in here. I can't wait for the brims to see it. But this sign I got, this is my buddy, Jason Macuzas, uh, who I played uh, hoops with at Marist. Jason um, is married to Amy Whalen, who is a great friend of Sarah's and um, they're a great friend of ours. Makes this sign for me. He does this stuff, this uh, woodwork and custom signs and it's a beautiful sign. Really well so done. I, I talked to him about getting the sign together. He made the sign. I'm so grateful. Jason, I love it, dude. It's it awesome. looks great. Got it up here on the wall. And it has inspired me to, you know, put some more into this podcast. I'm gonna build around it. Around it. Everything you've done here. And we got you got new mic. We sound incredible because of the new mics. I feel like we could do ASMR down here if we needed to. But everything you did, a new desk setup, we're going to, it's all. Just got to work on the content. That's it. Well, one thing at a time, Patrick. We need to work on what we're discussing. Next week's the one we start trying. Next week, we've got a lot to go over. We've got to talk about this week. We do. We've got to figure out. But it all comes from that sign. It's beautiful. Great work, Jason. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thank you. And if you want to get something made, let me know. I'll hook you up with Jason Macuzas. He'll make guy. you something. Absolutely. Like a custom sign. You got Father's Day coming up, people. Ah, dads love woodwork. Favorite, favorite team, some woodwork. A little sign that. for the bar. That's not a bad idea at all. A sign for the bar. All right. What do you got coming up, buddy? I'm going to be um, plugging something here in a minute. I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Can You're I over t- at our friends at Good Nights? Good Nights. Never been. Uh, I've heard great things. I'm looking forward to getting there. I heard really good things. Our friend Andy Woodhull lived in Raleigh, North Carolina for a while. Yeah, he did. That was his home club there, Good Nights. So uh, that'll be a good time. It sure was. Um, I got. I have some uh, smaller local stuff. One thing I do want to plug real quick is on the, uh, on the 19th, I am going to be in Lake Geneva at a little venue called The Bottle Shop. Pretty cool little place. Uh, oh, doing beautiful. Doing two shows. Uh, I got a couple friends coming with me, and uh, I'll be doing a couple shows out in Lake Geneva in the summertime. So, where's it at? All the fibs who come up. It's called the Bottle Shop. It's like a little wine, little no, wine yeah. Shop is it there. like in downtown Lake Geneva? I haven't been there before, okay. parents. So I don't exactly know where. Um, but uh, I'm hoping. I, I do hear. I mean, they've they've been great crowds from what everyone said. They keep selling out. Um, so it's uh, it's something I've been doing year round. I may have done this one time. No, there's another wine shop store up that way, no? 
Maybe it wasn't Lake Geneva. I feel like we've done a couple. Did up we do near, one like Wakanda or something like near there? Okay, but this is in Lake Geneva. In Lake Geneva, dude, that great town, dude. I love it. My bachelor party in Lake Geneva. Geneva in the summertime, nowhere better. And you gonna be staying up there? I might. It's two shows, one night. We'll see. I haven't figured. It's such an easy trip back. It's like, what do you do? You That's know, June nineteenth. I got Hari and Maggie DePaulo with me, so a couple party animals coming to take oh, the trip. Oh, that'll be a blast. <laughs> It'll be fun though. It'll be a good time. So Bottle Shop, Lake Geneva, I'll be posting about it uh, uh, or reach out to us um, or go to the Bottle Shop's website for tickets. I probably could have done a better job of plugging that. All right, man. Awesome. You're going to be in Lake Geneva, June 19th. I will be in Raleigh, North Carolina, June 3rd through 5th. Yeah, yeah. Check us out. All right, man. We got a review here. I'm going to read from Fritz Lantern. Ooh, is this our buddy? This is our buddy, Fritz Nathnagel. Very funny comic. Very funny, dude. I recently did his podcast, uh, Punches and Punchlines. Where uh, he and a, a buddy, his name Franco, good dude, uh, go over like the weekend's boxing matches. And uh, they had me on. I don't watch boxing, so they had me watch like a really great fight. And then we all talked about it. It was cool. It was really fun. Oh, that's cool, man. Love it. All right. He says, uh, more fun than dinner with Jim Parquet. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> yes. Such a fun show with wonderful back and forth, like being a fly in the wall for a conversation between old friends. Jimmy is hilarious. And the other guy's funny, too. Thanks, Fritzy. <laughs> oh, Fritzy. Orland Park elevator guy. <laughs> love him. All nice. right. Thank you for the review. We love the reviews. That helps a ton if you guys are able to do that. Uh, we appreciate it. And um, subscribe as well, right? Hell yeah. We got um, another episode coming out next week. We'll be we'll be ready, man. 84, Randy Moss. We're going we're gonna to keep coming with surprises in the studio, huh? Maybe I'll try to get better at sentences. Maybe we'll start filming. That Uh-oh. is the next step. We're going to start filming the episodes. We're going to put them up on YouTube, post some clips. Brims, we, we appreciate you staying with us, spending your time with us, and uh, we're going to keep evolving for you. Taking it to the next level, man. Next week, we get better. we got to elevate the game. That's what this year is all about. 2021, it's almost halfway over. What are you going to do with the rest of it? You know what, man? you got to figure that out. And I'm watching a lot of motivational stuff, and I hear that a lot of people, they get up early. Really? I'm trying to do that. I'm out. Just get up early. <laughs> if that's all I had to do, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> so you wake up early, you're like, and now what? <laughs> Sit on your phone for an extra hour. To get out of bed? <laughs> what is early to you? Oh, I don't know. Sex. Yikes. Bye.